Welcome to Lionheart Podcast. This is Wednesday in the Word. Today's actually Tuesday. So it is Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, or if I call it Love Day, um, if you listen to my Sunday sentiments and coffee. Um, this is a really fitting chapter for today. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you that we can just apply it to our life and gain every bit of wisdom that we need for this world from your word. And uh, we just ask that you would help us to understand it and apply it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so if you have your Bible, open it, or if you have an app, or if you're just listening, let's get started. 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard Uh, was coming and is now already in the world. So we definitely have a lot of false prophets, unfortunately. Um, Especially nowadays when you have access to, you know, being able to video everything and share it across the world. Um, You get to see a lot of crazy things and hear a lot of crazy things. So it's really important to, um, and it's hard because nowadays it's a little different where you can't just openly test the spirit because, Whereas, you know, back in biblical times, they were watching these prophets, listening to these prophets speak, right? So they got to ask them questions and kind of see it firsthand. So if you're not able to do that, and you just see something online, or somebody shared something of of a prophecy, you know, whatever, you have to really pray. Pray that the Holy Spirit shows you if this is true or or if it's false. Um, And I've done that so many times because, honestly, there's been times where I've been confused, too. Like, I'm like, wait a second, like... They're professing Jesus, but there's something very off, you know? So we really have to be careful. And when, you know, when you're unsure, just stick to the, just stick to, just stick to the Bible. That's it. And, and just push it to the side. Because if God really wants you to listen to that, um, that, you know, prophet, whether they're real or fake or whatever, then he's going to let you know that. Um, So we have to be on guard all the time praying, 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 and and above all, of course, just trusting the word of God. Um, so let's continue. And I'm sorry there's dogs barking because there's some kind of a truck that is pulling up to my house. I don't know what it is. Okay. So verse four, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And we love this verse, right? I love this verse because it's so promising. It's so encouraging. Um, they are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and spirit of error. I don't know if you've ever encountered that where you've been sharing something with somebody and their just ears are closed. Anyway, I kind of think of that with this verse because I think of like how when it says, he who knows God hears us and he who is not of God does not hear us. Sometimes you just know somebody's not hearing you and maybe it's just not the time for it, but it could be other things too. And I, I do think of that with this verse where just some people are just of the world and they, they only want to listen to the things of the world and not of God. So let's go to verse seven. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God for God is love. 
In this, the love of God was manifested toward us that God had sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. I mean, it's so, I love the book of John, the first John for this reason, because it just reiterated just that loving God and how God is love and loving one another. And it's just so beautiful to see the characteristics of God here because it's not just that God is love, but he also just wants us to be loving and to be like him in that way. Um, and just how, you know, he, he, he demonstrated that in the most perfect, most beautiful way by giving Jesus. And it goes on to say that, I believe, um, in this the love of God was manifest to us, that he, God has sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So if God did this ultimate top-of-the-line example of love by sending Jesus while we were wicked and evil um, to die for us, we should be loving people. We should be laying down our lives for one another um, because we are supposed to be imitating the Father. We are supposed to be copying what what God, you know, what Jesus did because that's how he, you know, he he feels loved. That's how he wants us to to, uh, live our lives. And that is a great important witness to others to have them come to the cross too. Um, Verse 12. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. So although we don't see God, right? Face to face. He lives within us and we feel him and we know him in that way. So it goes on to say, and we have seen, hold on, let me turn my page here. And testify the father has sent the son as savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So a beautiful thing that God has made that. So that because we can't see him face to face, he gives us his spirit to live inside of us. And we have known and believed that the love that God has for us, God is love. And he, again, here we're reiterating this, right? God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. It is such a, like a neat, um, I don't know what the word is for it, but it's just like, it's very poetic the way it is. And John does write like this, but it's God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. So we see that if you are loving and if that is your focus, loving God and loving people, God is in you and you are in him. It's, it's a, a beautiful connection that we get to have with the creator of the world. 17. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There, and I love this verse. This is one of my favorite verses. There is no fear in love, but lo- perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. And let me just, uh, we love him because he first loved us. I have thought of this verse so many times when I was dealing with fear and um, almost un and almost unsure if the fear was almost coming from God. It was just like a deceiving spirit, you know? And I thought of this verse where perfect love casts out fear. 
and that fear does not involve torment, you know, like this is not from God, right? Um, and it also just that last verse I love, we love him because he first loved us. He, how could we not love him after we saw how much he loved us and loves us? How could we not? The last few verses is 20. Um, and again, if you hear lots of interruptions or silence and stopping, pausing, it's because I am trying to get my message done today on a kind of a crazy day. Um, and my kids have interrupted me like a million times. <laughs> so it's really good that we're talking about love because I'm like, just be loving, just be caring, don't be mean, don't be mad because they've wanted to like talk to me 50 times already since I've been recording this. And sometimes it's just hard to get that quiet time to do it. Um, but okay, so verse 20, if someone says I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. Now, John has talked about this already, about that if you're not loving your brother, you're not loving God. And the how he clarifies it is, is really important because you can see your brother. And if you can't even love your brother who you grew up with, who you see face to face, right? How can you love God? You have to, you have to, it's, you have to love the people that you're around because you have to know that first of all, God created them and that that's kind of like more of a simpler love, I guess, if you would say it, because loving God is way more important and, and way more, uh, I don't want to say realistic. That's not the word I'm looking for, but, um, we were made by God. We were made for God, right? And what he, what, like it says before, what he's done for us, how can we not love him? So that love is really big and important. So if you can't love your brother, you know, or your sister on earth or your mom or your dad, how can you love God? Um, it's, it's, it's a really very cut and clear. So, um, again, I'm sorry if this was back and forth, back and forth. I wanted to make sure I got this chapter in with you guys. It's, it's so, I love first John and I really love this chapter because it's really encourages me to just make sure that I am loving God and I am loving people and just knowing that with that, his spirit abides in me and I in him and I couldn't ask for more. So God bless you guys and I will talk to you in Sunday Sentiments and Coffee.